Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. It's the Raiders post-game edition. Starting now. Welcome, everybody, to the post-game edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with our Raiders beat writer, Vinny Bonsignor, who's down in Los Angeles for the Rams and Raiders, where the Raiders just took over and beat the Rams 17 to 16, the final score. This podcast is brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the app today and get up to a $500 bonus when you sign up. And joining me now to talk all about it is our Raiders beat writer, Vinny Bonsignor, who's down in Los Angeles. You've been down there throughout the scrimmages, Vinny. You've been there for this 17 to 16 win. I've got to ask right off the top because I know this is what everybody's been so excited about in these preseason games. Nate Hobbs man what have been your impressions of the cornerback nate hobbs yeah and i honestly have to say that it goes all the way back to draft night um, for me uh, that first time that we talked to him i believe it was on a zoom call <clears throat> or just maybe even a phone uh, call and he just he he there was a presence about him and a demeanor about him that really stood out and it was what he said talking about you know kind of having that chip on his shoulder and where he came from and it was a it was a guy that was kind of easy to root for from that perspective, but there was also just something that sort of broke through about him, the person and the human being. And so then when he showed up um, in OTAs, uh, he stood out, and then in training camp for sure he's been standing out these first two preseason games, making various plays. Last week with the big sack, uh, this week he had a really nice read and tackle on a four yard loss on a screen pass. He almost had another sack, forced a third down incompletion, uh, makes the big play on the interception after playing one snap at outside cornerback. Uh, the Raiders needed him to play outside cornerback because of some injuries. So they, they just put him in there late in the game, and he comes up with a huge interception. So he just keeps making plays, and he ended up getting a game ball uh, today. John Gruden told us afterwards, I never do that in a preseason game, but I wanted to give 39 a game ball for everything that he did tonight. And, and I think it's also just a reward for what he's been doing throughout training camp. How telling is this that you feel like maybe he solidified that starting role there? Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, John Gruden isn't afraid to play young players. I think NFL coaches nowadays are, are not averse to playing young players. If you step on um, in the program and show that you belong and show that you can make plays and show that you can be counted on, you're going to get an opportunity. And, and John Gruden said this. I, I can't remember when he said it, but maybe it was during OTAs. The best guys are going to play, period. Doesn't matter if you're a fifth-round pick, an undrafted free agent, a first-round pick, a veteran, a rookie, whatever the case might be, whoever shows in training camp and in practice that they're the best option at any particular position, they're going to get that role. And Nate Hobbs, so far, has been showing that he's the best player. Uh, one of the, I mean, honestly, he's been one of the best players in the secondary regardless of age, position, uh, roles, responsibilities. Uh, he's done everything that the Raiders have asked him to do from a run support standpoint, a pass rush standpoint, a pass defense standpoint, um, versatility standpoint. There's a lot to like about 39. I want to pick your brain about some more rookies, particularly Alex Leatherwood. Uh, he seems to be really holding his own there on the line. What have you been your impressions of this offensive tackle? Yeah, I felt early on in, the, in, in tonight's game, um, the Raiders 
made it a point to run to his side. And uh, early, it, it, you know, that those first couple of drives, especially that second drive, they were breaking off some nice gains, running off of his, um, you know, his right side. So that's where they want to run. That's what this run game, uh, part of this run game is predicated on is that zone run to the right. Uh, and Alex Leatherwood, I thought, you know, he had a kind of a, he had a good game last week, but there were some fundamental mistakes and uh, a couple of, you know, missteps uh, mentally. Um, you're always looking and the coaches are always talking about this, about cleaning that up and getting better on a daily basis and improving from your mistakes. And I felt like you played a pretty clean game uh, tonight. Um, so that's what the Raiders are looking for. Just keep getting better. Um, and, and it felt like he took a, a, another positive step uh, tonight with a, a good, clean performance. On the running back front, there's been some names popping up that raised some eyebrows in week one, BJ Emmons, Trey Regas. Now, this week, they didn't really accumulate a lot of uh, yards on the ground. Uh, total 35 between the two of them. Eight carries for BJ Emmons and six for Trey Regas for just a pickup of one yard, yeah. but he did score that touchdown. Uh, I wanted to get your take on how you think that running back three position is kind of shaking out and where these two stand right now in the mix, especially after the second preseason game. Yeah. And, and as far as the yards go, uh, I put that more on the offensive line after that first quarter, even maybe toward the end of the first quarter, it was strictly third stringers uh, that was, that were in there um, mixed in with the cut, you know, John Simpson's probably going to be a second string guy. Uh, if not, you know, win a, win a starting role, but, but by the time, you know, it got to that second quarter. It was just a real mix match along the offensive line. And, and there were times where they were just flat out getting beat by the Rams. So the yardage wasn't so much on the running backs. It was more on the uh, offensive line. And I think they have an interesting decision now. And John Gruden mentioned it. Uh, they don't know how much longer Jalen Richard uh, is going to be out. So somebody, if, if, if that bleeds over to the start of the regular season, somebody has to be that third running back. And uh, I think Edmonds has played pretty well. I thought. You know, Trey Ragg has played uh, has played reasonably well, and I think that both are showing um, maybe as a third down back, you know, uh, this early in their career, playing behind, you know, when the when the starting offensive line gets out there, that that they can be relied on as a third down back. So it'll be an interesting decision uh, moving forward, and and obviously uh, Jalen's health or lack thereof is going to play a big role in that. I know I'm going to keep going through asking you about impressions of guys here. Um, but Darius Phelan has that block at the end of the field goal block. Um, and he also was able to make some big plays. He's kind of been a work in progress. I feel like uh, returning to the fold, if you will, the NFL. So what's your take here on how he looked tonight and where he might be making a name for himself on this team, if any? Well, uh, and, and again, John Gruden mentioned this. Uh, the Raiders have to figure out a way to get to the uh, quarterback from the interior. It's been a problem for a few years now. And between Phylon and Quentin Jefferson and Solomon Thomas, um, you know, and, and, and Jonathan Hankins uh, and, and the, uh, the guys that they have signed and Darius Phylon, um, they feel like they're going to be in a much better position to create some havoc on the along the interior or in the interior. Um, so I think there's there's, you know, Phylon to me also played pretty well um, as far as. Uh, you know, getting getting after the passer a little bit or creating some pass rush uh, tonight. Kendall Vickers was also uh, in that mix. So there's there's a, a lot of bodies, a lot of names, a lot of versatilities, a lot of different skill set. 
Um, and they're just trying right now to kind of find that mix. But I think Darius Phylon is going to be in the rotation uh, and probably play a, a you know bunch of different uh, positions in that interior. All right. So Amik Robertson is another guy that I'm curious about just because we've seen him make some plays here. Um, but, you know, he seems to be kind of fighting to stay on this 53 man roster uh, from what we've seen here in the preseason. So I wanted to get your take on what you've seen out of Amik Robertson and will he have a place on this team? Um, I think I think so. Um, and I think that, you know, especially to start the season, because Nevin Lawson, um, is it going to be available for the first two games of the year? So I thought Amik held his own tonight. Uh, there was a nice pass breakup um, that I think he thought uh, he probably should have had an interception on it, uh, but he made a nice pass breakup on a, on a deep ball along the sidelines. Um, he made a nice tackle uh, last week uh, against the Seahawks. Um, so, you know, I think that he, I, I thought he practiced pretty well uh, against the Rams. So, you know, I, was he a shoe in to make this team coming into training camp? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Um, but has he improved his his position? I think so. And, and there's also been some injuries as well uh, at cornerback. And, and like we mentioned, uh, Nevin Lawson is not going to be uh, here for the first two games of the season. So that creates kind of an opening. But, you know, keep an eye on also Isaiah Johnson. He's coming back uh, this week. They're, they're expected to get him onto the field and get a look at him. So, um, you know, and as, as I mentioned, John Gruden, you know, uh, that bubble is getting bigger and bigger, and it's it's a good problem to have that you're starting to talk about pretty decent players that might not that might be on the outside looking in of that bubble. Um, when was the last time you could really say that about the Raiders, where you, they might be making some hard cuts in which good players uh, leave the building? You mentioned some injuries there, Vinny, and when we come back from a quick break, I want to get uh, all the updates on some of these injuries that happened, particularly one tonight I'm going to ask you about. So everyone stay tuned right here on the Vegas Nation podcast. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation podcast. It's Heidi Fang and Vinny Bonsignor. Vinny's down in L.A. and we're recapping the 17-16 to win that the Raiders had over the Rams. And in the victory, Vinny, there was an injury that I think some people want to know an update on. Javen White, how severe was this? He came out on crutches with his knee uh, uh, with ice on it in the fourth quarter to keep a lookout. So everyone looked at that as a positive sign that maybe he's not as severely injured as you might. I think, but was there any update from Gruden? What do we know about this injury? Um, concerned was what he uh, is how he described it, and, and wouldn't delve into anything beyond that. Uh, doesn't want to overstate things or understate things or, or make a wrong you know prognosis. Uh, but safe to say that they're concerned about Javen White, and uh, you know it's another blow uh, right now. Even no matter how much time he might miss, and it looks like he's going to miss at least some time. Um, you know, that's on top of Nicholas Morrow, who uh, suffered a foot injury on Thursday against the Rams. And he might be a few weeks. Uh, that might be a few weeks situation. Nick Wachowski got hurt. looks like he's going to get back on the field uh, at some point this week. Um, so, you know, you're starting to talk about a linebacker crew that's getting pushed to the limit here. So at one point, do you do the Ra Raiders potentially think about looking outside the building to bring in some reinforcements? And we know that K.J. Wright. Uh, came through for a visit uh, in Henderson a couple of weeks ago. He left without a contract, but 
um, is, is, is it time to maybe make uh, a call to, uh, to, uh, to KJ Wright to maybe shore up that position? And okay, so uh, other injuries, uh, incognito, what have we heard about him? Uh, you mentioned more row there, but I also wanted to see about the severity of what's going on with Richie incognito. Yeah, it looks like a calf strain. Um, the Raiders uh, are hoping that he's going to be ba- going to be back for the uh, for the opener. Um, they don't think it's that serious, but it's not an injury that they want to play around with. So, um, you know, we're three weeks out of the of the season opener. He's going to miss at least a week, it sounds like. So the question becomes, you know, uh, is he going to get, be able to get back in time uh, to suit up against the Baltimore Ravens uh, in week one? Um, you know, that's where depth comes into hand, um, comes in handy, because uh, they're certainly not going to push him um, this early in the season. So we'll see. Uh, they hope that he's going to be back for the season opener, uh, but it's to be determined. And I wanted to touch on Malcolm Koontz just because he had left the game as well at the same time Javen did, but returned to the game. So that's obviously, you know, just maybe a little singer got a little roughed up, but he's back. But he was um, kind of impressive in this game. And Malcolm Koontz has been like all over the place as far as where they kind of were thinking, I think, originally where to place him and then now where he's going into games. So what do you think about Malcolm Koontz and maybe like the versatile piece that he is? Yeah, I think Malcolm um, won some points tonight. You know, he got uh, took a little bit of an injury really on the same play that Jevin White got hurt. Um, and so he limped off the field and didn't know what his status was going to be. All of a sudden, 51 was back on the field making some plays and finished the game strong. And, you know, talking to Don Gruden afterwards, um, the fact that he fought his way back into that game and didn't let that, let that injury sideline him for the remainder of the game. Coaches take notice of that. Teammates take notice of that. He wasn't going to um, let that be the end of his night. He wanted to get back on the field. And as it turns out, uh, he made some pretty nice plays when he was out there. So, um, you know, I thought a, a good, strong finish to this game in spite of the fact that he wasn't, you know, he's obviously a little bit dinged up, uh, but didn't let that be the reason why he didn't get back out there. All right. So there you have it for all the different injuries, everybody that came on and impressed. Now, Vinny, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Who were you kind of underwhelmed by that you feel like might just be on that bubble on the, uh, you know, in preseason and getting reps and maybe kind of losing stock as far as making a spot for themselves, whether on the practice squad or the 53 man roster? Well, I thought the Raiders, um, you know, when they went to um, that kind of that third string uh, offensive line, um, it didn't look all that good at point at certain points. So. You know, um, I think that they're 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 pretty happy with what they have in terms of you know that starting five: Alex Leatherwood, um, you know, Colton Miller, Richie Incognito, Andre James, who didn't play tonight, John Simpson, and 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 Denzel Good. Uh, but who's going to be that swing tackle? Is it going to be Brandon Parker? Um, you know, uh, who's who's going to step up behind um, Simpson and behind? Um, Nick Martin, who, who's also, I think, going to make the team as well, center slash guard. But as far as those backup tackles, you know, uh, who's going to be that guy that they're going to be able to keep on this roster, at least two guys, and, and believe that they're going to be able to hold down the fort if an injury occurred. I'm not so sure that uh, the Raiders have that guy right now, to be honest with you. And so that'll be a position that I think is going to be worth monitoring uh, moving forward to see if if they if they do have something that's what always brings um you know the question to me is is denzel good 
better suited as a super sub, a guy that can fill in at guard, a guy that you could feel pretty comfortable putting out there at tackle from time to time if an injury were to happen, uh, or is he better suited just being your starting right guard? I don't know. Um, the way the backup backup tackles <laughs> played tonight, um, they felt a little shaky out there. All right. So Keelan Doss is a guy I wanted to ask about because he's somebody that's been on the practice squad um, a, a couple of times here with the Raiders, but had like a kind of a tip, you know, um, off a of Nathan Peterman pass that got intercepted. Does that affect his stock? And and on the flip side, Marcel Aitman had a great catch for a touchdown that gave the Raiders the go-ahead touchdown, uh, what ended up being the winning touchdown. So I wanted to find out from you, where do you think these two guys might be fitting in with this team and making the roster? Well, um, you know, it's to me, it's going to be a little bit tough for both of those guys. Uh, you know, you, you keep seven, if you keep seven wide receivers, then there's no room for them. Uh, if you keep eight, then one of them makes the team. Um, you know, because I, I, I think John Brown's going to make it. I think Willie Sneed makes it. You know, I think obviously Hunter Renfro, um, uh, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, Zay Jones, that's six. Who am I missing? Um, uh, I said John Brown, right? So, so let's count it again. John Brown, Hunter Renfro, Willie Sneed, um, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, Zay Jones, that's six wide receivers. Are you going to keep a seventh? You know, and that's where either uh, Aitman or Doss comes into play. Or do you just stick with six? You know, that's 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 an interesting question to have because here's the other part of it. You know, there's a lot of um, defensive linemen that are that are kind of showing up right now. Uh, so maybe you can create some room by not carrying you know as many wide receivers uh, and and saving yourself a spot along the defensive line. So, uh, but if it was to come down to a seventh wide receiver, you know, it's it obviously comes down to Aitman and, um, and, and Doss, and that's going to be a uh, kind of a, a flip of the coin right there. All right, Vinny, my final thought I just want to get from you is, um, what do you think this team will do going forward into the 49er game uh, for their third preseason and final preseason game? Do you think we see more of a mix of the starters? No, I don't. Uh, you know, after what happened tonight uh, and this week with some of these injuries, um, also, in talking to John Gruden, you know, there's 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 some guys fighting for jobs, and I think he wants to give them as fair a chance as possible to get out there uh, next week and, and make their final case, um, make their final argument for a position on this team somewhere, somehow, some way. So I think that you know maybe Marcus Mariota gets on the field. He was still a little bit banged up, wasn't able to to play tonight. Um, I think uh, if he's if he's physically able, he'll get they'll get him out there. Uh, but beyond that, you know, um, I think that there's some guys that they're going to want to look at. A, well, there's there's people that they want to just keep healthy flat out. And then there's some guys that they want to give a fair chance at. So I think that probably means they're leaning toward, toward not playing their starters. All right. Great stuff. So we'll have you covered again with the Raiders and the 49ers next Sunday and keep up with everything that we're doing with VegasNation.com. Check out all of everything that Vinny has put out in print as well. And if you want to find him, he's on Twitter at Vinny Bonsignor. So for my guy, Vinny, finish up. 
all the things you're doing out there at that stadium. Enjoy Los Angeles. And we'll be back. We'll be back soon. Check out First and Ten also coming up at the start of the week to catch up with Vinny and Sam Gordon on their podcast. And we've got you covered three times a week with all of your podcast uh, takeaways Wednesday and then own sportsman like conduct on Friday. So once again, for Vinny, I'm Heidi. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Heidi. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.